This presentation is from UX Australia 2019, Sydney. G'day. What is love? So if you ask 80s pop sensation Pat Benatar, then you believe that love is a battlefield. And if you're more into the masterful work of Latvia's number one DJ X Debase, then you believe that love is a gift. And if we just took these songs seriously, it'd have radically different implications for our love lives. How we see what we do, how others see what we do, the options that are open to us, what we're like on a date. Now, research by Lakoff and Johnson suggests that language doesn't just describe our reality, it structures our reality. It creates a whole model through which we experience the world, and it's applied to our love lives, but it also applies to the work that we do. As UX people, as content people, as designers, the language that we use creates a model, and that model structures how we see what we do, how others see what we do, and the options that are open to us. I'm gonna dive into content. And even within that one, wor one word, there's a whole world and a model that we can unpack. So, what is content? Well, my very scientific definition is, content is the stuff we put in things. And I like this because it captures words on a web page, videos we upload to YouTube, whiskey in a bottle, and grain in grain silos. So you've got the content and you've got the container. And this model structures the whole way we think about content. A couple of things flow from this. All right, firstly, it means that we tend to think as co of content as a commodity. Has anyone ever wondered why marketing departments feel compelled to just push more and more content out there all the time? Well, it's because they're operating from a commodity model. So it's always better to have more money because money is a commodity. It's always better to have more content because content is a commodity. And then following on from this, it means that we tend to treat content in quite a transactional way. This much grain costs this many dollars. This many pages cost this many dollars. So what we're doing there is we're attaching a cost to the unit of the commodity. We're not looking at what the underlying value is that we're creating. And then secondly, it means that we tend to see content as separate from design. You've got the content and you've got the container. This means that our skill sets are quite separate. You know, you can be a UX designer and not have to worry too much about content and vice versa. It means the way we scope out projects is affected. So I see a lot of container projects out there. You know, uh, build us a website, build us a UI, and then the content is someone else's problem. And then finally, it kind of goes right down to the way we structure information. So we have quite good tools and processes for thinking about structure, but they tend to stop at the container level. So the way I see information architecture often practiced, it's like um, landing page, 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 and we stop at the page level. But we don't dive deeper into what is the internal structure of the content? What are the relationships that live there? Now, why do people think this way? Well, because it gives us strong feedback loops and easy boundaries. So a feedback loop is how do I know that I'm doing a good job, you know? And this container commodity model, it means that I can build a container or I can write some web pages and it's done. You know, that meets this deeply human need that we all have for completion, for closure, for accomplishment. You know, we don't have to live in the messiness that comes with the blurring of the boundaries.
So why is this a problem? Well, I think it's because it ultimately leads to designs that degrade. What I mean by that is it's like we buy a top-of-the-line fridge, we chuck some random content in there, we turn off the power and we walk away. <laughs> okay? So what, what that plays out like is, firstly, we have content that goes mouldy. So you have content that goes out of date or it's left to the business areas to just kind of make shit up. So you see ad hoc decisions made about content that aren't consistent with the design intent or the user research. But it also applies to the system as a whole. Because you know when the power goes off, day one it might look okay. Day 30, day 40, you're not going to want to open the fridge. Okay, and that's because we haven't thought widely enough about the system that we're designing for. Now, if we want to change anything, we need to identify the basic models that people are working out of. We want to identify the human needs that that model meets. We need to point out what's wrong with that paradigm, and then we need to suggest something different. So that gets us to an idea I've been playing with of content as a service. So this is content that supports an information experience, designed with a purpose, and delivered over a series of interactions. I'm going to tease that out. So content supporting an information experience. That means we're not obsessed with outputs and this page and that page. We're looking at how are people actually experiencing the information that we're presenting. It means that we're designing with a purpose. And as a content strategy consultant, I go into organisations all the time and you'll do a content audit and you'll see content that is completely untethered from strategic intent or user need. Elle talked about this yesterday. It's just there, it's out there. So we need to tie our content back to what is the good we're trying to do for the user and for the organisation. And then finally, I'm interested in how we deliver this over a series of interactions. A couple of things there. So we're mapping the content much more tightly to the customer journey. We're thinking about the systems we're going to use to deliver it, but also, we're looking at all of the interactions that they have. And this may shock you, but people aren't just going to look at our website. You know? They're going to be looking at other sources of information, and we need to design for that experience. We need to recognise that it's okay for people to see other content. Okay, so this is very much a hit and run talk, so I'm just going to throw out some questions and then leave. Um, <laughs> so, how might we design better feedback loops for content work? People think the way they do, not because they're unintelligent or they don't want to do good work. Of course they do. They think this way because the feedback loops that they have at the moment are so strong and this commodity paradigm, this container model, is so real to them. So we need to give them something else to care about that feels as real. That's going to be partly user testing content, but there's some really interesting questions around metrics, around how we look at the health of our content at scale. It means we need to design with content. So by this I mean how can we as UX people be more curious about content? And vice versa, how can, how can content people break out of their format specific job titles like social media person, media release person, and how can we be more curious about the whole interaction that we're designing for? But we can also expand our toolkit. And content design is a discipline, it goes part of the way there. But I think content modelling is the next frontier where things start to get really cool. How can we design systems that deliver better content? 
Now, I say systems and a lot of people jump straight to IT infrastructure. And that's part of the piece. But I'm talking about systems in the broader sense possible. So what are the cultures we need? What's the capability? What's the workflow? What's the governance model to actually do this better? And then finally, people aren't going to change overnight. Our clients, the stakeholders, are still going to go out and ask for container projects. They're still going to ask for commodity content projects. So what I'm really interested in is what value can we leave behind? So if we're writing the content, what can we leave with them by way of templates, awareness, capability, so that it can still be with the client and doing good long after we're done? And that would leave us feeling content. Thank you.